When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hello and welcome to Metal Break. If you're out there all alone and you don't know where to go to, come t- take a trip with me to our SoundCloud page or Patreon and listen to us and you will feel much better. I am Johannes Ekström and with me I have the qualified half of this team, the Simon to my Garfunkel, Paco Rossi. <laughs> Hello. How are you? Oh, well, a bit tired as always, but I'm okay. You're Fine. okay. It's been a while since we did this because as always. that's how we do it. But it's <laughs> quality over quantity. Yeah, and let's repeat again. It's always a bit complicated when you are on tour in the US because, with all the due respect, Americans, your internet connection at times sucks. And plus, we have like 10 hours. Yeah, it was difference. rough, especially towards the yeah. second half of the tour. Where when we can, we want to do at least those This Week in Metal episodes while over Skype and stuff. It didn't work out this time. But it's okay, because we have some awesome things ahead of us for the end of this year. Believe me. Yes. What do we have in store for our listeners today? An interview with an amazing artist that I love so much. And she can always put me in a good mood. So I love interviewing her. It's Anneke van Giersbergen, who, uh, fresh out of the oven with uh, her latest album, Symphonized, re- which contains reinterpretations of songs she has recorded in the past. This time, she uh, does it with the uh, Residence Orchestra Hag, a symphonic orchestra out of the Netherlands. Yes, those are uh, two concerts that she performed. And it's also a good way for her to celebrate 25 years of career. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of amazing to think that she has been playing for that long because she's young. And in the 11 tracks, you can find pieces from The Gentle Storm, The Catering, Her Soul Material. So it's a very good picture of her career. And it's a cool thing, I think, that they chose to go with purely uh, a symphonic orchestra without any rock band backing. No, because I guess it's a wonderful territory for her. Mm-hmm. No, it's very cool stuff. You you are a longtime fan of her. Yeah, I discovered her with Anathema, first and foremost. Uh, Falling Deeper was the album where I first discovered her, 2011, something like that. What about you? Because I know you're a fan as well. Yeah, and for me it was, I got introduced to her through uh, her uh, through her being featured on uh, Devin Townsend albums. Yep. But have you ever seen her live with Devin or Anathema? No, I haven't had the pleasure yet to see her. 
sure hope I would, I would have loved to be on this ones these ones that were recorded with the orchestra if nothing else uh, no but it's interesting that both of us got introduced to her through her guest work and that says a lot about her she's like a uh, a Dutch James Brown in that in the terms that the that the title the hardest working woman in showbiz fits her somewhat because she's been on a lot of other artists uh, recordings while at the same time have she has you know a quite a hefty catalog in her own name under uh, Aqua the Anik and also you know of course with the gathering and that started it all for her material, yeah exactly course. and yeah I've seen her lives a lot of times and she always can bring something more, of course, to a concert. It doesn't matter if it's with Anathema or Devin Townsend, like, her voice just takes over. It's amazing to see her life. And also one thing that always shocks me is that you see black metal heads, mm. dead metal heads, like people from the heavy world that listen to so many different mm. genre of music, and then they start clapping and singing Jolene when she sings Jolene. You know, it's it's kind of funny and amazing that it it says a lot about her. Because one thing is, yeah, uh, I am a fan of Devin Townsend, so I like you because you worked with Devin Townsend. Another mm. thing is when all of those people from different musical background, meaning the fans, they come and see her solo concert where she does a lot of different music. Yeah. And heavy metal, maybe sometimes is really not part of it. But they still come and listen to her and clap and dance and sing at her music. And I find it very telling of what an amazing artist she is. Yeah, because I feel one thing about her. I feel like she really, she's one of the women in metal that truly immediately rose above the the token role the trope to play for women of uh, being like the beauty in contrast to somebody's beast. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and, uh, and to be this, you know, frail, gothic, whatever, like she has so many nuances to what she does and a very special warmth to it that I've, I've, she really stands out in that world. And I'm not surprised that then that she's, bringing her fans from the metal world to cross over with her because what she does really stands on its own two legs. And then every time I interview her, it's like amazing because I, I stopped being a journalist and I, can, I cannot help myself. And I am just a fan there because every time you enter a room, it doesn't matter what filthy backstage it is, you are radiated with this sunshine like she's one of those people that you get into a room and the sun comes bright like she has such a wonderful energy around her and she's so sweet and i love her so yeah enjoy the interview yeah here we go so i love that you played with an orchestra <laughs> like it's perfect now, let's start from one thing. What did yes. you learn? Did you learn something new as a rock musician playing on the beat of the, an orchestra instead of the beat of a drum? Um, well, 
not sure. I, I just really like all kinds of ways to make music, you know, all mm-hmm. kinds of ways to make music. And, and um, the orchestra brings maybe the same kind of intensity and heaviness as a rock band because there are so many instruments and, and there are so many instruments who, uh, which have a lot of power. Mm-hmm. Like the brass section, or like if you have like uh, twenty violin players uh, behind you, that's a lot of power, you know. Yeah, I can so imagine. In a way, it's it's kind of the same feeling. It can be overwhelming. It can be energetic, um, and very inspiring. So yeah, I, I I very much felt at home. Did you make the arrangement yourself? Oh no, no, no. We had two people. Uh, very very skilled people who who made the arrangements for All us right. for the for the orchestra and uh, there are people who have been in you know arranging and making music uh, for a long long time they're absolutely wonderful job they did with the arrangements because it's that's not easy because they did You know, they had to write down everything that's happening in a song mm-hmm. played by events and then turn it into, you know, orchestral arrangements. That's a very difficult job, but they did so well. And was it challenging? Because this comes as well to celebrate 25 years of career. So mm-hmm. was it challenging? It's kind of funny because I've been a journalist for 21 years. We are still mm-hmm. here. So, was it challenging to select songs that would reflect or summarize, if you will, your career, but also work well with an orchestra? Um, yeah, well, actually, we did it like this. When, um, when, when I said, like, let's do... Because we had... The, the orchestra asked me to participate in this evening, right? Mm-hmm. So, and then you kind of wonder what what will you do which songs will you choose you know and then i thought i'm going to be 25 years you know celebrating 25 Mm -hmm. years being professional why not pick like an anthology like list of songs from all those 25 years and now that's a lot of songs yeah um but um i just i just made like a spotify playlist with all my favorite songs from those days and um And then I talked to the the creative director of the orchestra and I told him, okay, this is my long list and you have to extract uh, 13 songs mm. or whatever that okay. you think will be suitable uh, for the to uh, make orchestral arrangements on, but also the songs which you just like, you know, because he didn't know all my songs. Mm-hmm. So he could, with a fresh ear, he could, but musical ear, he could choose as, you know, the best songs out of those, you know. Of so that was pretty okay to do. By the way, disclaimer, if you hear weird noises, I have to keep my chihuahua on my lap whenever I interview, <laughs> because otherwise he starts barking. Ah, he wants to be the interviewer, so sorry. <laughs> no problem. And uh, did you see now Symphonized as a celebration, a new arrival point or a new challenge now that you also will celebrate your long career with this album. So do you see it more or less, oh, this is a new point that I reach or a new challenge? Mm -hmm. Um, Both. I 
I I'm celebrating 25 years being professional. You know, that's something that not a lot of people um, do. You know, they, I know a lot of musicians who are struggling to make a living out of music. You know, it's hard work, mm-hmm. and sometimes you need a bit of luck, and sometimes you have to be at the right place at the right time. You have to be good. You have to be working hard. You know, you have to have a drive. So there's so many things. And I'm I'm doing this for 25 years, which is amazing. You know, every day I, in general, every day I wake up with the with with the you know the happy feeling like okay today I'm gonna get to make music, or do something music related. You know, mm-hmm. for my job. So that's a celebration. And um, at the same time, I want to not every day do the same thing. I want to become a better musician, a better singer, better performer. So I always try to uh, better myself also as a human being, you know, um, just to, 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 to become a better um, um, person in work and in personal. And, and I think that's what you always have to keep in mind when you go out and do the things you do. Mm-hmm. So, in a way, this is always all also a beginning for something new, right? Absolutely. But did you have a have a moment in those years where you said, you know, I give up, or simply you had an artistic block, mm-hmm. something like that? Because you are always yeah. this positive ray of light. Yeah, I am positive person in general, but of course. Um, we all have difficult times sometimes, and um, although I don't, I, I never really, really had writer's block or anything like that. I can always write. I can always do something with my creativity. I, I also the music business, and when you try to uh, make a living and to survive, then it's it's hard also, and it's it's a, it's a bit of a struggle sometimes to. Um, to make the music you love with the people uh, that you love as well. Um, but there's a lot of things involved, like um, what people want from you, what people expect from you, um, um, how to make money, you know, yeah. how to survive, how to... And to in 2018, you have social media, and you have to be here and there and do this, and exactly. promote that, and yeah. sell T-shirts. I mean, it is challenging. It is challenging, and 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 also when you get older, it's you know when you're young, you don't really think about it. just do it. You know, you yeah. just you know you just you have um, how do you say it? you have these the sunny eyeglasses on, you know. <laughs> Yeah, and the, the pink sunglasses, and uh, you, you you just go with whatever you're doing. Um, then you get older, you can realize what's happening and why things are happening, and you realize who you are, what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are, and then you have to all over again. You have to kind of find out how to do this, and um, and sometimes that's that's hard, you know. And sometimes I'm I'm I'm. Um, a lot of times I'm not satisfied with whatever I'm doing. You know, I always want to, to get better at something and, and I'm very critical. And, and sometimes that's also a little bit um, uh, paralyzing, you know. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. what do you do when you find this block? Because, for example, when you came out with Vur, I mm-hmm. was very sad because I didn't interview you. Because I had a crisis. I was like, it's 20 years I do this shit. I don't like how it's working anymore. Mm-hmm. It's simply it's not working for me. I stop. I'm not going to mm-hmm. write anymore. 
And it took me so much to start again because I didn't know where to put my creativity. So if ever you have a bad day, what do you do? Well, I understand your story. And it's it's something that we all kind of encounter every time. Um, especially when you want to do something new in order to grow, you have to kind of take a step back and then take two steps forward. Take one step mm. back, take two steps forward. And sometimes the process is so long uh, that you kind of uh, lose faith. And, so, you know, with Vuur, I'll tell you, honestly, um, we started with nothing. We didn't have songs. We didn't have a band. I just had an idea and a vision. I had to find people. I had to find songs. I had to write songs. I had to put everything together. And it's just me and my husband doing this, right? Mm -hmm. um, we have a record company, of course, but um, or we are with a, a label that's 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 fantastic. But still, everything is come comes down to you and your vision and your energy or stamina to to make it happen. And sometimes, you know, you just lose you pay. Pay, like you lose so much money over investments that you have mm -hmm. to do and there's a lot of time and energy and then you, you when you think about if it will work in the end because nobody knows if anybody's going to buy the album yeah. or if people like it you know so it's just such a leap of faith um that a lot of times i was think like holy shit i'm never gonna make this happen you know mm -hmm. the, and like you said there's a lot going on in the music world so there's a lot of bands a lot of good bands a lot of social media you know who who knows people don't even notice me or Vuur or or you know you have to work so hard to get it to get something across on the other hand when something works or works out or when when somebody likes the album or or thinks this is you know good music and they come to the shows you know they then then you're on the top of the world right so Absolutely. so there's almost nothing that. in between it's like really really hard work loving it by the way but still hard work and then the payoff is just wonderful you know <laughs> so i keep doing it And please continue forever. <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> And so your career, I imagine that is so fulfilling because you have done a lot of things by yourself. You have been collaborating with the best. So if you have to pinpoint for me, because today before the interview, I was thinking, what can be two or three moments that have been artistically or life-changing for her? Because I follow you since ever. So if you can pinpoint one moment, two moments that occurred to you, changed you as a person, as an artist. Mm, wow. There's a few moments. Like, of course, the moment that I was, um, that I got to play in the gathering, mm -hmm. uh, that's, that's a, big 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 thing in my life you know a lot of stuff happens um from then on i got to develop as a as a musician as a singer it's wonderful um also when i got my kids you know when i was um when i when finn my um my boy was born um i got i got a new perspective on on things um that changed They kind of intensified my life, not changed a whole lot, mm -hmm. 
but it intensified. Everything I did was supposed to be important, and everything I didn't do was supposed to not be important. You, you got know? a new meaning, basically, in everything you were doing. Because Sorry? You got a new meaning in everything yeah, you were doing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I didn't want to waste my time anymore, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if you have to tell me what was the most challenging album or collaboration, once you told me that the first time you had to sing for Devin Townsend, he pushed you at totally new <laughs> level, I remember that. But <laughs> yeah. of your creation, of your babies, what has been the most challenging one? Mm, I think the, the album... After my first solo album, mm -hmm. um, the, the, the few albums, like there was a few years, like after I left The Gathering, people didn't really have a lot of, like a lot of people didn't have faith in what I was going to do next because a lot of people were kind of uh, sad or disappointed or whatever that I left Gathering. Mm -hmm. And so I worked on a new album. That first solo album... That got at least everybody was interested and just curious how that would go. Mm -hmm. But then the second and the third solo album, I had to work really hard. It was also a little bit different style, so it was not like the gathering 2.0, yeah. yeah. but something else, and people had to really get into it. So a lot of people uh, moved away, and a lot of people didn't understand it, and there was people who loved it and who kept following mm -hmm. me. But there was a little bit of a hole in, in my career, like, and I knew I have to work really hard to get the trust of the people back because mm -hmm. they thought, ah, oh, she'll go solo, she'll make one album, then she'll move off the stage and we'll never hear from her again, you know? Mm -hmm. So I had to, like, I had to kind of, yeah, push very hard to, to make everybody see that I'll be around, I make good music. So that was challenging. Yeah, but that's also very common. When you leave a band and you go solo, a lot of artists uh -huh. say the same thing. The first, yeah. the first album is they are curious. The second one, you basically like are freaking out because yeah. <laughs> that's the important yeah. one then. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But it's just great. Then I'm very uh, proud that in uh, Symphonized as <laughs> my city, Helsinki, made the cut. <laughs> And as I told you, I, I didn't interview, I stopped for a good year and a half, so I couldn't ask you this question. Ah, okay, yeah. But I want to know what is your relationship with Helsinki and uh, the all in all the significance of the song, because you see us so bright. <laughs> I don't know if we are that bright, but I absolutely know that Helsinki worships you. Oh, my goodness. So, so I... I, I totally adore Helsinki. I think it's one of the one of the most cultural, but also rock and pop culture. Um, it's so highly represented in your um, country and in your city. Um, I really love playing there. I love being there. I have a lot of friends in, in Helsinki and in Finland. And for some reason, I feel very much at home. And sometimes I see cities as kind of, persons or entities and uh, I have that with a few cities and in Helsinki I really really do see Helsinki like as a as a like a strong man mm -hmm. with you know 
like a warrior, like a, you know, strong, strong person, um, like fighting for its existence. Uh, because all you know, all big cities they have their you know, there's they have had their struggles in some form, mm-hmm. and Helsinki is such a is grown out to be such a like a, a city with so much. In I don't know how to say it. There's a high level of social consciousness, yeah, that's but true. also cultural consciousness. And although you had like you know, a hundred years ago, whatever struggles, right? So, yeah. and and when a city comes out of that like this, and it's safe and it's beautiful and people are just in general lovely, and I, 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 I yeah, I, I, I adore the city. Yeah. Thank you so much. so what's next for you do you have an artist bucket list because now you played with this wonderful orchestra that I guess was amazing for you what's Mm. next I don't know well I have a lot of ideas Mm -hmm. (laughs) so so that so but um I I'm writing a lot of songs I'm writing a lot of lyrics more lyrics than songs So not sure where that's going, but I'm I'm working. I'm going to do a lot of solo acoustic stuff, nice. um, especially in Holland. I'm doing like a, a vast Dutch theater tour, so that will be like a seated venues, and I'll do um, once again a celebration of my 25 years. I'll do a lot of songs from this era. Um, on the acoustic guitar. So I'm doing that and I'm doing some things with the orchestra, some things with another orchestra and I'm writing songs that I want to write and release or write, at least write a new album in the, uh, in the coming year. Wonderful. And before letting you go, I was Wonderful. thinking about you today, not only for the interview, but also because you lived in this heavy metal world anyway, right? That, mm-hmm. um, can be dark. You find complicated people. And uh, as Jung says, you have to confront your shadow so that you can be a complete person in this way, a wonderful artist. Mm -hmm. And that's why heavy metal is so interesting to me, Mm -hmm. because I guess that as a listener and as a musician, we are very aware of our dark side. Mm. However, As you always say, call me an hippie. Or as I told you when I interview you face to face, like I need sunglasses because you <laughs> totally radiate positivity. And when I take your photos, like you are so vibrant. It's crazy. You are uh-huh. really a positive Thanks. person. But I also think, at least for me, that the positivity is something that you work on and you achieve daily. Mm-hmm. It doesn't come for free. Depression can come for free. Like, you know. Sadly, but the positivity in 2018, with all mm-hmm. the shit you have around and the work you have to put, also as an artist, is a work. So, yeah. how did you ever confront what Jung says you're shadow? And if so, what did you learn from it and how you keep it this positive every time? Well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. The there's in every life there's darkness and light you know um, and I think it's 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 very good to acknowledge just like you said to acknowledge your dark side 
to acknowledge ne- negativity in your life, in your surroundings, and in yourself. Um, when we don't acknowledge this, we will uh, it will come it will strike back like mm-hmm. ten times worse, right? Yeah. So that's what I love about metal, about rock, prog rock, um, and all these like sub scenes that we have um, that we are in is people really write about this. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk about it, just like now you and me. Need um, <laughs> and, and by talking about it and by finding out what's our dark side and what's our light side and finding the balance, I think that's kind of the key to life in general, is to find balance in everything and especially find balance in in the dark side and in the light side and then choose light you know mm-hmm. uh, acknowledge the dark and choose light i think mm, i think that's you know kind of one of the keys to life yeah wonderful well thank you for taking the time to talk to me and to make my thank birthday you. a bit better on a weekday yeah. <laughs> i can't wait to see birthday. you here thank you i can't wait to see you live again i hope you I come so. to helsinki soon and thank yes. you so much and thank keep you on so doing much. what you are doing you're amazing uh, thank you you too <laughs> <laughs> bye bye have a great bye evening bye. bye thanks bye and we're back You're back. What do you think? Well, as always, I applaud you. I don't know why we Thank let you. me do interviews, but here we are. No, but now that um, our listeners uh, have heard, I guess, for the first time, an interview by me. Yeah, by you saw, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a good opportunity because I don't know how many people are in this kind of interview, but I always try to go a bit deeper and... When I was writing for uh, the Italian magazines, uh, I was known as the psychologist of heavy metal. So that's my style. That's what I do. And mm. I hope you enjoy it to get to know something beyond the music. And it's not boring for you because, bitch, this is what you get with me. Like, this is my style. And uh, this time I tried to find a balance because it was the first interview that our listeners get to hear. Yeah. So I try to find a balance between more sticking to the music and also what I like, so to investigate a bit beyond the music. And I'm also happy that I got to ask her about uh, the Wur song, Your Glorious Light Will Shine Helsinki, because they did this album with each song was dedicated to one city and I'm proud that we have Finland not Sweden because I win again yeah but I just one thing I still wonder after this interview that you didn't ask is how's the tour going this far oh my favorite question (laughs) Uh, let's explain this this is a joke between me and Johannes because there are some questions that I will never ask and I am pretty pretentious, I guess, when it comes to journalism. I, I am not the best one by by far, but I guess I am better than 
a lot of crap that you find online. I will never ask you how was the tour so far because you cannot say it's crap. Maybe Metallica will say that, like your city sucks and it's a crap and I don't like to tour Finland. I don't know. But I guess no one will ever answer no, that. No, it's just, it's, it's And pointless. I didn't, I'm sorry, I didn't ask the favorite yogurt taste or something weird <laughs> like that that you were asked. Yeah, there are those pointless, pointless when people try to get to you by being random, but it's just if it has nothing to do with what you're doing, I tend to shut down more than anything. And then so you have clap those, to the interviewer yeah. that asked you if you can compare yourself to a yogurt taste. Yeah. Which one would that be? I'm sorry, I don't like to criticize my colleague. No, but maybe someone... But sometimes you need it. Maybe someone listens to this who has the ambition to, I don't know, do something where interviewing people is involved in it. And uh, gimmicky, silly questions like that usually it won't bring you any result it it's, feels like masturbating your own ego but without having anything real to masturbate about yeah because the uh, she entered the question saying that she's a psychologist yeah and, and that's a stupid waste of time another one another piece of advice when you're you know is where you risk getting if i'm in a really good mood or, you know, then you might be lucky and get a real answer out of it. But just, so what can you tell me about the album? If that's mm -hmm. how you put it, um, uh, my answer is probably a lot. Yeah. You know, there's... And it's also a bit funny because at the beginning, you always thought that I was so pretentious with, oh, this question sucks, this question sucks, that question sucks, that interviewer was so stupid... And now, after tons and tons of interview, you agree with me. Yeah, because... That is funny. No, the thing is also because when we first met, I had made as many interviews as I had made, uh, I don't know, trips to Asia or to, yeah. to the moon. Yeah. Like, And what I always try to do, then every interview, individual interview felt so important that you try to make the best out of it possible. And I still kind of did, do, I mean that, okay, this person is not asking what I would prefer to be asked. So I'm just going to answer to the questions I wish this person was asking me. But I feel like now that, you know, getting press isn't that much of an issue anymore for me as an artist, I am less compelled to make the most out of each interview situation, which means that I risk to shut down more. Yeah. So, and as I said here, I wanted to balance, so it's not my typical interview but I guess I go full on Bucky style for the next one also because I I admire whoever wants to become a journalist above all in this age that is so fucked up and complicated and I also want to show somebody that you don't have to stick to uh, how did you re uh, write this riff because honestly your fans, they don't care if they are not full into, I don't know, they are a guitarist or something like that. So don't be scared. Go beyond the music and find that click immediately. And I think... Sorry for the click now that... <laughs> I think I... In my... Here's a theory and here's or a thesis of mine and you can say if you agree or not. But I feel like how you would prepare for an interview and what questions you ask should kind of goes hand in hand with the philosophy I have regarding uh, 
songwriting, you know, and that more than anything, I feel like you should bring in what are you, the interviewer, curious about? Bring your own genuine curiosity mm-hmm. in there because, you know, then if you care about to find these out about these things, number that is probably the best version of you coming in there to interview. Yeah. And probably, as you are homo sapiens, usually doing interviews, uh, like you are bound to find people out there who are wondering the same things or find out that they wondered the same things that's you do as an yeah. interviewer bring yeah. your own personality into it yeah don't hide your personality yeah. we are not interviewing trump thanks god so it's nice when it's a conversation and again this is this interview is not the perfect example because i wanted to open just a teeny tiny door because you still don't know me you know you honestly you don't know me i've been writing always in italian so hmm. Uh, but I hope that you let me go with all my personalities in the next interviews and all my weird questions and stuff like that. Because it, it might happen that you like them. I am sure that we are all we are all looking forward to it a lot. But yeah. But that was it. Um, so to all your aspiring journalists out there, good luck. Yes. And no coffee. No mercy. Oh, chicken out here. <laughs> you have a sore throat today, that's true. No mercy. Much better. And now you're cured. Bye, everybody. Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.